Hello, the initiated. My name is Marcus Junikala, and this is the Be a Better Artist podcast. So, in my life, I've had multiple friends who have struggled with fitting their creative work into their normal life. So, they're working some kind of a day job, and when they get home, they are mentally exhausted, mentally uninspired. And they have no interest or energy to write music, to work on their craft. And um, this is me including every time I've worked a job working for someone else, I've had very, very little energy and immediate interest to work on my music. And I say immediate interest because in the macro, in the bigger picture, I absolutely know that uh, I'd love to work on my music. There's nothing more that I'd love to work on. Um, but in the short term, I just don't have the neurological energy to do that. And when I say neurological, I mean when you're excited about something, no matter how physically exhausted you might be, you have energy to do things. And you can see this in multiple different uh, facets uh, of life. A sports match of any kind is a good example. You know, a, a team could be playing for uh, for a very, very long time, very, very intensively. They can be exhausted, let's say, towards the end of the game. And then one player does something extraordinary and everybody gets hyped up. Everyone gets that energy. And then the team turns itself around and suddenly Everyone's playing amazingly. Everybody has energy that they didn't have just now, moments earlier. And it has nothing to do with, you know, glycogen or, or any sort of other uh, energy system in the body. It's neurological uh, excitement, neurological energy that's uh, coming to play. Now, at this stage of doing this episode, I'm not confident that I'm actually going to provide you with an answer, with a solution. Uh, at this stage in my head, this episode is more about conceptualizing the big picture and really becoming more aware of each of these components and, and the driving qualities behind the, the psychology. But as it is with any problem that you might have in your life, first of all, you need to become aware of the problem and acknowledge it and confront it so that you can actually do something about it. So perhaps this episode is going to provide you with some of that context that you need in order to make change happen in your life. I don't find that the real problem is with time per se. Yes, time is a big factor and we're surely going to talk about that more in the future. And I have talked about that in a previous video. I believe episode 61 is the one where I really talk about the input output relationship. So check that out first. But in this episode, we're going to talk about the mental energy, the mental resource side of this equation. Willpower is a real thing. And what it is, is your mental resource to do things that you either don't want to do or things that are difficult. In other words, it's precisely what we have been talking about in terms of mental energy, in terms of neurological energy. And you have a certain amount of it within a day. 
And you can recharge your willpower by sleeping, by eating, by resting, by drinking water, staying hydrated, um, working out, seeing friends. Doing these things can bump up your levels. But essentially, as you go throughout the day, that willpower drops and drops. And you know that at the end of the day, if you are very exhausted, you've had a long and difficult day behind you, it's very difficult to exercise uh, willpower, exercise discipline, exercise control. If someone pushes your buttons the wrong way, you just don't have the control or the energy to stay composed, stay disciplined, um, and you might, you know, be easier to, you know, snap at someone and so forth. And when you are working a job that isn't creatively fulfilling or there isn't any higher meaning or deeper purpose that you can be in the service of, at least as far as you can currently perceive. If you are working a job like that, it's going to drastically take a chunk out of that willpower meter that you have. Now, you can buffer that a bit and control that a bit more by having the right mindsets, by having the right framings for why you need to do that job or how you do it. There are ways to approaching it that can decrease or, or minimize the losses of that willpower throughout their day. But as a creative person, if you are doing a job that has a distinct lack of creativity as well, if there is a lack of higher goals that you find to be worthwhile, then no matter how good your tools and your mental approaches to that work is, you are going to drain a lot of that willpower. And this brings us to what's at the core of this issue, which is survival. And if you're new to Maslow's hierarchy, essentially it's a motivational theory in psychology. And it's usually represented as a pyramid that has five different stages. And the idea is that the lower stages need to be fulfilled before you can progress and advance to the higher tiers. So for example, the first stage is about physiological needs. So you need to eat, you need to drink, you need to sleep, you need to stay warm, you need to shit and piss and so forth. The level above those physiological needs is security and safety. And the highest level is self-actualization. And this is where creative work is usually put. But the reason I bring Maslow's hierarchy into this is, first of all, when I observe either myself or, or, or many, many of the artists, the, the musicians that I know in my life, um, either personally or, or just by studying them, when they are working a job for someone else, then they are completely in that survival zone. So they're constantly in a higher state of alertness, the lack of a higher meaning, higher purpose, as well as a complete lack of any creative angle in their work means that they're simply going through the motions. And if you are a creative person or really understand creative people fundamentally, you understand that that can be a mental death sentence. As far as resourceful and long-lasting strategies go, it's not viable for a creative person to be in a non-creative job for a very, very long time. You're going to see them wither away and really struggle to not only keep up with the work, but also progress and move onwards. If there is a lack of creativity and a lack of deeper meaning, then what is there to grow towards? 
course, there's always more money, more status, but status is also relative. Status from what? Status in what sense? And if it doesn't mean anything to you, then there's no point in aiming for it. If this is the setting, then for those creative individuals, there's nothing more left except survival. Probably fill in the gaps with, with uh, escapism or, or something else that makes the Monday to Friday uh, 9 to 5 tolerable. Hopefully that's not going to be drugs and alcohol. What all people should understand about creative individuals is that it's not an optional thing for them to either be creative or not be creative. It isn't a casual interest. It's a fundamental approach towards life. And yes, creative people can not be creative, but that's going to have dire consequences sooner or later. Of course, depending on the level of creativity within that individual, as well as other aspects naturally as well. In fact, I believe creativity is a fundamental need. I don't think it's on the same level with eating and having water and sleeping and staying warm. But behind those immediate physiological needs, you also have these sort of macro drives of which one and perhaps the biggest one is reproduction. You as a member of your species want to reproduce and it drives a lot of our behavior, both in men as well as in women. And I actually view creativity being on the same level as reproduction. I don't find it to be optional in truly creative people. You must do this, otherwise you will not be fulfilled and feel complete as an individual. And I put it on the same level with reproduction and that sexual drive, because it's there whether you like it or not. And it's quite similar in nature that it's there, it drives you tremendously, but you also do have a lot of control over it. You do have to submit to its will in the macro, in the big picture, because it will be a driver in your life. But it's not like dying of thirst or, or starving to death. Like you will absolutely grab that bite of whatever is in front of you if it means survival. But your sexual drive, your drive for reproduction is sort of like the director behind the curtain. It's always there directing the action, affecting what's actually happening on stage. But you do have a lot of micro, a lot of short-term control over any immediate desires that it might be pushing forth. And very similarly, yes, you can choose uh, not to be creative, not to engage in creative work, but it will absolutely make you miserable. Because similarly, if you are not engaged in that reproductional uh, cycle, if you don't feel fulfilled, successful, desired, or engaged with that component of your life, you will feel like shit. Because a big part of your fundamental nature is being denied. You can't deny it infinitely because the consequences will be extremely dire in the long term. Yes, in the short term, you can say, no, I don't need to write this song or play the piano or sing or paint or whatever else. But in the long term, it will cause you to feel so unfulfilled and unaccomplished and disconnected 
from your true self, from your true desires, that it will make you absolutely miserable. And if you are from day to day, nine to five, Monday till Friday, engaged in work that lacks any sort of higher meaning and purpose that you deem to be valuable, and if that work is void of any sort of creative aspect, then you can be damn sure that when you get back home after weeks of this, after months of this, once you recognize either consciously or subconsciously, you're in this perpetual cycle. This process is only ensuring and securing my safety and security and comfort. For a creative person, what is there to aim for? And if the answer is more of the same, then why the fuck would you not be depressed? Why the fuck would you not have a massive lack of mental energy to put into your work? Because you know that day in, day out, you will have to go back into this same perpetual cycle over and over again. And yes, once you do get home, you might have a couple of hours for yourself, depending on your life situation and your responsibilities and so forth. But it's not like making the transition from survival mode to creative mode happens in an instant. In fact, it can take a very, very long time. And for me, this has been a very big personal difficulty because I am quite shit naturally at shifting gears because I'm pretty slow to react. When I'm jumping into a new mode, may that be at work or wherever it is, personal relationships, hobby, creativity, music, other work, business related, whatever it is, I'm really slow to shift gears. So I get slowly into it. But once I'm in it, I'm very intensively and deeply engaged with what I do at levels that are unattainable for a lot of people. And this is something I've observed in a lot of creative people. And in fact, I think this is really the key to things such as flow, being in a deep state of focus and concentration within a process. So no, your observations of being exhausted, feeling unfulfilled, feeling miserable, uh, not having the energy to be creative or having the interest in the micro to be creative. Those aren't random observations. Those aren't meaningless notions that you are experiencing. And in this episode, I really wanted to share my experiences as well as my observations of other creative individuals and, and musicians and let you know that you are absolutely not alone with these feelings and these experiences and that there is nothing fundamentally wrong with you. There is simply a component inside of you deeply embedded that needs to be expressed. It needs to be pursued. It needs to be fulfilled. And trust me, if you don't do those things, then you will find yourself in the same position in the future. And unfortunately, in my experience, in most cases, the situation will continue to degrade and you can spiral further into depression or anxiety or usually both of those things. So being creative is not optional for you if you recognize yourself from the descriptions that I've uh, touched on in this video. 
Now, in terms of solutions, although I'm not going to go in depth into those things, obviously the solution is that you need to find ways to be more creative in your life. And the key element to this is whatever is draining that mental energy, you need to do less of it. And in fact, I'd argue that you should do as little of it as it is necessary. And if that's your job that is draining your mental energy, then do the minimal amount of that job that you can. If you are serious about this creativity thing and this music thing, and if you can't live without it, then I think you should be serious about it. Then you need to realize that you need to do it. And you should, of course, be doing it as effectively as possible because that's going to result in results in that creative activity, which hopefully, eventually at least, results in some sort of financial gain so that you can keep covering those basic necessities and needs and then do more creativity. Now, of course, we can start to see that the issue there is far more complex because you might have some notions about having certain levels of comfort, having certain levels of status in the eyes of your friends or society as a whole. And of course, to attain those things, you might need more money. Again, this cycles back into then doing more work, which again drains more willpower and so forth. So yes, in order to solve this issue, you really need to address the things that you absolutely need and the things that you think you need and assess those things and see whether you actually need a certain level of comfort, whether you need a certain level of status in the eyes of other people. We are certainly going to talk about that more in the future. But in order to make time for creativity, as well as reserving the mental energy that creative work really needs, you need to make your life leaner. You need to cut the excess fat from your life that is draining that willpower that you could be putting into your creative work. And yes, that comes in the form of time, but mainly it comes in the form of mental energy because I'd much rather take two hours of really effective and intensive work over eight hours of faffing about and getting absolutely fuck all done. But fundamentally, it's a game of minimizing the stressors that drain your willpower, that drain your mental energy. So putting those hours into a minimum, putting that sort of effort into a minimum so that you can direct that into the stuff that really matters for you, which is creative work. So that's the basic principle. Hopefully this has successfully somewhat laid uh, a foundation for this concept, for this perspective. We are certainly going to talk about it in a future episode more and more because this is this is the fundamental shit this is the fundamental practical stuff that all of us need to figure out thanks for listening thanks for watching finished